Hi everyone, this is Alan Forte. My message today is a message of encouragement for us to learn to live what I call a nevertheless life. So what is that? Well, it's a type of life where we're willing to always take just one more step. Because, well, you know, God's not done with us yet. There's a story that tells of a man who used a camel to transport his straw. The man would load as much straw as he could onto the back of the camel just so that he could get the most out of the animal. One day, he loaded one last piece of straw onto the camel, but this time, the camel collapsed. His back had broken, and the man, well, he was unable to move any more straw. Now, this just may be a story, but to me, it clearly seems like we're stuck in a season of difficult times where one thing after another just keep piling on us starting last year and even now with the COVID virus coming. And then last week, people all over had to live through some of the most extreme weather that they had ever seen. Many of us, with everything else that goes on in life, may have believed that we were at the point of our last straw, that we just couldn't take one more step. But we've got to remember, we're not a camel, and we don't have a master, and we don't have an owner, but we do have a God who loves us, and he will never allow the burdens that we go through to break the backs of our wills to carry on with him. God wants us to have that nevertheless life that he's reserved for his most faithful believers. Now, I know some of us would say, but you don't know what I'm going through. And that's true, I don't. But I know this, Jesus taught us that with him, we can always take another step. In the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 39, he showed us all that even he had a time where he was at the end of his strength when he said to God, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now, the cup that he speaks of, well, it's the last straw that would challenge him the most. It was the night that he would be betrayed, the night before he would be crucified. But Jesus knew that Though what he faced was difficult, there was more and better to come. He needed only to be willing to take just one more step with God. Jesus didn't want to get out of anything. He wanted to go through something. But nevertheless, life is that way. We're always ready to take just one more step towards a life that is beyond where we are today. However, we oftentimes think that problems come upon us that make our lives hard too hard for us to look past what is happening at the moment. And I don't deny that to be true. Problems are problems for us. But could it also be that sometimes we come to our problems because we are unwilling and don't see that God is trying to move some of the heaviness of our own wills to replace it with the straw of his own will for us? When we're ready to give up, God is asking us to take just one more step with him. Life and difficulties can teach us to want to get out of things that challenge us the most. But the Lord wants us to know that life is not what's happening with us now, but what happens with us when we live through the things that would keep us from getting to the abundant lives that are ahead. We've got to understand that no matter what our situation, it is in our darkest hour that the light that comes next can shine the brightest. From our coldest nights can come our warmest days. From our most difficult losses can come our most precious gains. Through the most difficult sicknesses we find, 
we can find healing for our souls. From our greatest disappointments in our relationships, well, can come our greatest joys with those same relationships. From our greatest falls can come our highest achievements. And you know what? From the greatest challenges to our lives, we can find the will and the desire to live the nevertheless life that God desires for us. We simply need to have the desire to take just one more step with him. Now the devil, well, he wants you to stake your claim to life based on how you keep from taking on that last straw. But don't believe this way and don't live this way. Jesus wants us to know that an abundant, nevertheless life is one where we depend not just on the work he did to save us, but just as much on the work he does to carry us through the burdens that we carry daily. He is always willing to take just one more step for us, but we have to be willing to take just one more step, and this is often on his shoulders. Now you may still be saying, that may be true for some, but I don't see how it's possible for me. My situation, well, it's more than anyone can bear. But an overcoming type of life is possible when we understand that God wants for us is more than just an activity. Life that God wants for us is a journey. You see, none of us can remember the beginnings of our lives and while we live, we can't see the end of our lives either. Life is not an event that sticks in our minds as having a beginning or an end. Let me give you an example. Abraham was 75 years old when he left his father and his family and started his journey to the promised land. Now, Abraham could have said to God, God, I'm too old, but he didn't do that. Age was not something that was gonna stymie Abraham or God. But before this, Abraham's father, Terah, he himself was on a journey from the land that Abraham would leave to head to the promised land. But Terah stopped at a place called Haran, and there he started to live his life as an event. He became comfortable with what he could do with his life and where he was. So he put down seeds in a place that he thought was good, only to miss out on reaching the land that God had promised for his people. Terah died in a place of his choosing, never realizing the place that God had planned for them. Abraham now had to overcome much, but he lived for what was ahead of him and not for what was before him. Abraham would not put down seeds to live a life of activity. A few hundred years later, Jacob, yeah, that was Abraham's grandson. Jacob went to Egypt with 70 children and he died there 17 years later. Then over 400 years later, Moses led Jacob's descendants, the Israelites, out of Egypt. By then, they numbered over 600,000 people. They didn't give up on life, but they daily took just one more step with God, always believing in the promise that God made to Abraham, their grandfather, many years earlier. How many of us could believe in something uh, someone else who makes a promise like that? We don't do that because we are here and now type people. Yet we have to learn to say, I'm not done yet because God's not done with me. We have to learn to say, you can't have my spouse because I'm not done yet. You can't have my child because I'm not done yet. You can't have my job 
because I'm not done yet. You can't have anything that God wants me to have because I'm not done yet. I've got one more step to take, and I'm going to take that step with the Lord. And you know what? Because you know that if he knows that you're not done, he will not be done standing with you. We don't have to have answers or solutions to all the things that trouble us. We just have to learn to press through the things that we face. What lies ahead is greater than what lies before you. When you're at your end and you're ready to give up, remind yourself that your will, well, it is not what his will will be for you. Live as if you're on a journey through life and you'll not be overcome with the things that challenge you to live as if life is just an event. Sometimes we want to say, I can't take just one more difficult thing to happen with us. But don't do that. God is never going to be done with you if there is in you the desire to take just one more step with him.